0: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41, 30 seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care your way. This week on Jordan and Jake.
1: No, I won't make fun of your passes, Jake. Just your depth of drop
2: in the pocket. And I looked at Mike and I said, Mike, this kid is special with the football. He said, J.D., he is the real bleeping deal.
0: Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome.
1: Jake, good to talk to you as always. It's I'm looking out my window here to a winter wonderland, which tells me We're on the verge of Christmas, but what tells me that even more is my house is full of kids because we're officially on Christmas break, Jake, which feels awesome. Um, It feels a little bit normal and that's something we all can enjoy. How's things in the DeLome world?
2: Everything's great. Um, It is definitely starting to feel like Christmas. I am feeling older, unfortunately. I had my daughter, my oldest turned 18 yesterday so yeah that's like a crushing Mm. blow you know did you Uh, buy her cigarettes
1: (laughs) <laughs> no, but we went clubbing you know, honey, last night. It, so, you know, we went honey, clubbing. It's time for you to be an adult. Here's some Virginia Slims. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh it's uh, it's almost
2: Christmas break for both of the kids. Uh one of them finished uh finished midterms today, but the oldest, they started 3 weeks later due to the COVID. Um so they're actually going to go to school Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday next week cuz they have to kind of try to catch up those days. So it's a um one One's all excited Christmas break, and the older one, it's still business as usual up until the twenty third.
1: That's a long, that's a tough haul, Jake. Right before Christmas, she's not gonna have time to get her things in order for Christmas. Um,
2: Well, lucky enough,
1: she has her ducks in a row, so she's good Good. to go. We all good. Speaking of ducks, perfect lead-in, Jake. For if you listen closely to this episode today you may be able to hear shotgun blasts in the distance because i live near a river that's heavily populated with ducks and it is duck season duck hunting season so i just heard a rapid round of shotgun blasts for somebody taking down some ducks so if, if you hear some popping it's not me and my old O lineman body. It's actually duck hunters. That's funny. Um, well, that's I got, I got a little, I got worried. I just got a little worried when you said ducks. I thought you were going to bring
2: up some of my past uh, passes that I've thrown. So <laughs> I've been known to, to throw a couple of wobblers here and there, but I'm glad we're talking about the, uh, the flying type
1: of duck. No, I won't make fun of your passes, Jake. Just your depth of drop in the pocket. Um, Last yeah, night, of course I you would. broadcast. I know. Last night, my other job, high school broadcaster, uh, I broadcasted two freshman basketball games, girls followed by boys. Into the first quarter, the girls' score was four to two. Not a lot to broadcast about, Jake, when the score is four to two.
2: <sighs> yeah, that's hard. <laughs> and you know what? I feel for you because this, I'm going into my eighth year of coaching. Um, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth girls basketball. This would be my final year as Lindsay as an eighth grader. So I've been in some of those matchups there, Jordan. That um, that gets a little difficult sometimes. Um two to four You know, and I don't know if I don't know if I've ever told you this. You haven't coached Rainey yet in girls basketball, have you?
1: Yeah, I have. Okay, you well, two years.
2: Okay, well, so the first game, this was back in gosh, two thousand twelve or thirteen, somewhere around there, not long after we moved home. I'm coaching the fifth and sixth grade girls basketball team at St. Genevieve Middle. And so it's our first game and we would have, we were going to have a pretty decent little team. So I, I get them in the locker room before the game and, you know, they're kind of nervous and, you know, they're ready to go. We warm up well. So we're all on the bench. I get my starting five and I, put, I said, everybody, put your hands in here. Look at me in the eye. I said, we're going to go out there. We're not going to be nervous. We're going to have fun. Y'all know what to do. You know how to do it. Just go and play and play tough, play hard, and we're going to have a great game. You got it? Yes, sir. Everybody put your hands in here. And it's Cardinals is the mascot. Cardinals on three. One, two, three, Cardinals. So I'm feeling good about myself. They look ready. And one of the little girls, Jada Hayes, looked at me and said, Coach Jake? I said, yeah, baby. And I'm just waiting for this question. She goes, can you make sure my bow's correct in in, in my head right now? (laughs) And right then and there, I said, you know what? this is, is gonna be a little different. I said, you look great, go ahead and do it. Okay, thank you. And so right then and <laughs> there, I knew I needed to change my mindset and I did. And I've enjoyed thoroughly the last uh, seven years going into year eight
1: coming up soon. I've got like the exact same story last year, Jake. I was coaching our, my girls team and it was fifth graders and I'm coaching them, transition, get back, you know, break the press. I'm coaching my butt off and yelling and standing and encouraging and one of the girls taps me on the, just who was on the bench taps me on the leg and says, Coach Gross, I'm getting a haircut after this. <laughs> <laughs> and w- right? I mean, what do you respond? I mean, that's the thing, I said, how do you respond? I said, awesome. Are you gonna go shorter or what? Just a trim? She's like, I'm thinking go shorter. I said, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> That's it's amazing.
3: Great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a, when
1: you're coaching, yeah, let me ask you're so this into week, it. You're so into it. Are you running a set offense with a middle school team? Are you, run, or is it like a motion? Is there play? Do you like? Are you calling out? You know, Carolina, Mississippi, whatever. How's it go? For no, you?
2: I will not. I, I don't do that. Um, We play a set defense. I'm a big 2-3 guy, especially in the the girls' basketball. If they're going to beat us from way outside, God bless them is how I look at it. So we're going to pack the paint, and we're going to have big hands, and we're just going to distract. But offensively, it's, look, if you can have someone that can dribble, that's the key. And lucky enough, I had a pretty good little point guard. So pass it to the wing, and one low post will flash to the – to the high post and just kind of make little triangles on each side so just back nice. and forth and like the bowls. On. that's about
1: it like yeah just like the 90s bulls there you that, go i mean
2: that's usually what i i, I kind of channel my inner you know uh my inner 90 bulls is
1: how I, I usually think about uh-huh. it but it doesn't kind of work that way they'll probably make an awesome documentary about your eight years as head coach like they did phil jackson yeah it's probably going to come out this summer (laughs) hey uh, i don't want to talk much about the broncos game because it's not worth talking a whole lot about especially late in the week but coach rule who seems to be pretty open and honest when he gives his press talks did mention a play that he did not want teddy bridgewater to run teddy decided to run it thought he had an easy first down right before the two minute mark in the game uh I know you were watching, Jake. Give us a little history lesson on what went down there.
2: Well, yeah, and you know what? I actually went back on the All-22 this week just to watch it again. Um, you know, Teddy thought the defense was kind of misaligned, and he was trying to get a play before that two-minute warning. And, you know, third down play, that's a crucial play because it's four-down territory. And and listen, if it works, we're praising Teddy after the game for, you know, that's what a veteran quarterback does, see something, addressed it made the play, but kind of rushed it, and it wasn't there, and it, it it just didn't happen. So now you're stuck with fourth and long, which is a, a defense's dream, especially somebody uh, like Coach Fangio's defense, who's really – they're playing pretty good defense, the Broncos. They really and truly are. So that's something that was addressed, and Teddy kind of – he owned up to it. He goes, you know, I, I thought I saw something. It didn't work, and I got to do better. Yeah, that's a, that's a fine line, Jordan, because you if you see something – and, and lucky enough, we've had that a couple of times that, you know, I might see something and we can get a quick one in on somebody. And um, But when it doesn't work, I mean, listen, all those fingers point at you and you just have to accept it and move on.
1: Well, that's the the tough job of being the quarterback. What are you thinking about Teddy now? That were most the way through his first season. You've got to see him. I know there's been a lot of injuries around him, and Christian's been out and whatnot. But if you're the Panther staff, is he for sure the guy going into next year? Are you looking for somebody else? Where are we at on him? It's too early to well, tell. A couple more games.
2: Well, I, I mean, is he the long term answer? I'm not sure. But you know, who is the long term answer right now? Is it somebody through the draft? Is it a young quarterback you acquire? I still think Teddy's someone that's valuable to this football team. I know the last couple of games, I don't want to say two weeks because we had a bye in between, but that was disappointing, the Minnesota game where we kind of – we pretty much had that game won, to be honest, you know, and um, and, and not being able to connect with DJ uh, for the touchdown, um, you know, the game-sealing touchdown at that point. So, um, listen, hopefully he finishes the season strong, but – you have to think the eyes got to be looking around a little bit, you know, that they're looking for the franchise guy at some point, whether or not Teddy's the guy. I mean, I think we can get some more pieces to help us along the way, uh, but hopefully he can finish out the season good and, 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 and give, give himself a chance. Uh, I still think he's valuable to this football team, and, I, and I, I could see him being back definitely another year to help with the growth being starting again with a little more talent um, overall in this team that we'll acquire or if there's a young kid and and they can learn from a pro in Teddy.
1: Okay, he's not gonna, Teddy, speaking of Teddy, he's not gonna have a ton of help up front this week. Okun looks like he's probably gonna be out again. Greg Little went on IR. Dennis Daly's not probably going to play with concussion. And then perimeter-wise, McCaffrey out, most likely, with the thigh. DJ Moore is back, active. I'm saying all that, Jake, because I think Teddy's done a heck of a good job with all the factors that we've discussed at length on this podcast, of the off season and the circumstances and all that stuff, so and he's a very price friendly quarterback too, Jake. Compared to what some of the top tier guys get cap wise, you can still build a heck of a team around him. So uh, I'm not looking to re- to replace. I'm I'm hoping he moves forward with the organization and they get to have a normal off season. Let's hope so, Jake. look The off season needs to be normal, okay? And I know we want to talk about the Packers because I love when we play the Green Bay Packers. But the offseason needs to be normal, Jake, for no other reason than I really want to go on a family vacation, and I haven't done that yet, and I'm nervous to pull the trigger, so I need some advice. When is it okay to schedule, in your mind, like a like a family trip to Hawaii or something like that, and you feel like it's, all, it, it's green lights and you're doing the right thing, and it's okay to go, Jake. Give me some advice.
2: Jordan, the only advice I can give you is that you might want to take a longer trip right now and maybe head to australia because i have a i think australia is like doing extremely well with the whole COVID situation and they might <laughs> i think they're back up to normal so you might want to take that long flight and uh, i believe it's summer they're not gonna so. want us in
1: there they're not gonna want us americans there making it all filthy again right? well maybe
2: you could pull you could pull some uh, strings jordan you are jordan gross
1: you know you can that some is strings. true that is true i'm big i'm big you know i'm well known down there uh are you I'm thinking in May after school. I'm, I'm out, hopeful. We might I'm, ver- I'm
2: I'm very hopeful, and I and I and I truly believe that. I think um, whether or not we'll be a hundred percent, I'm not sure, but I think we'll be trending in the right direction. I'm very hopeful, at least.
1: Did you know? I have some insider information. Our producer Matt, he's going on a honeymoon soon. Not a small trip. Matt, would you like to come on and tell Jake what trip you have planned in
3: March? Sure. I am going to Japan in March for my honeymoon. How about that, Jake? Japan
2: what's what like give me the itinerary Matt give me some details I've never so, been
3: I've never been either obviously so I am going in March after I get married we're gonna go and some of the things we're gonna stay in Tokyo for a couple nights we're gonna stay in Osaka a couple nights we're gonna see Mount Fuji there's another place called Hakone that we're gonna go and there's like a traditional Japanese uh, village and you can stay in this little hut with I don't know a it, little it's more uh i guess old school or like monk like i'm gonna feel like a monk and then we're gonna we just randomly discovered that they're opening uh super nintendo world so we're absolutely gonna check that out because i don't think i'm ever going back to japan so we should go check that out and uh, we're going to be there for about 11 days and uh i'm really excited i've wanted to go for a long long time
1: man jake I don't think there's a lot of vacations that people are taking any time of year that involve monks and Super Nintendo.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've I've never uh,
1: heard the, those two in the sentence at the same time.
3: It's it's quite the combination. Also, a manga museum, so I'm looking forward to that too. Wow! Yeah,
1: uh, I think we should record no no less than eight podcasts while you're on your honeymoon. <laughs> that's that's what I I'm wouldn't voting. care. My wife might might disagree with that. <laughs> the content would be great. We'll have fun. I, <laughs> Thank we're you. we're not going that extreme, Jake. But we're thinking about something coming up in May because I it's like belief in the future. If you book it, it will come. Right? It'll happen. And like we can go now. There's no like laws against it, but everything just feels weird. All right. Back to business, Jake. Packers 10 and three host our Panthers 4 and nine. The Packers have a pretty awesome quarterback named uh, Aaron Rodgers that could be very easily be the MVP. We'll see. Um, it's a Saturday game, which I think is kind of fun. Evening game. Last year I called the game uh, with the broadcast team at Green Bay. Snowed. It was a nail biter right at the end. We lost by. Eight, I believe, um, they kept us out of the end zone. I ended up walking back to the hotel after the team took off the the flight. I was going uh, to my hotel for the stay of the night before I could fly back to Idaho. Walked through a snowstorm for like seven miles back to the hotel just because I was in Green Bay and it felt like the right thing to do. Uh, Jake, tell me what you're looking forward to this game. It's a big one, Lambeau Field. It's always fun.
2: Yeah, Lambeau Field. There's something about it, I, you know, Jordan playing there. Um, Yes, they have done many renovations, but just something about driving uh, into that stadium. It just It's a little neighborhood, and then boom, big old stadium. You know, and still the older type locker room, the long walk to the field, and the story grounds, the frozen tundra. and Yeah, there's something about it. And, and listen, this is a heck of a football team. This is a definite Super Bowl contender that's playing extremely well right now. They're firing on all cylinders, so what uh, better way? Uh, than to have our team try to answer uh, this week. And then, you know, we're going to have to score some points, guys. I don't think there's any doubt about it. That's not uh, earth-shattering news. So I'd love to see Teddy and the receivers get back on track and, and, and kind of deal it up because, um, like you said, we're going to be up against it up front uh, with the offensive line and the way the Packers can score. So defensively kind of do our part and prevent them from scoring maybe uh, somehow, some way entice Mr. Rogers into a, a fumble or an interception along the way and steal a possession and and uh let's see if we can uh kind of shocked the world, so to speak. I mean, that's the mindset you have to go when you go on the road, especially in this type of game.
1: I do like that Coach Rule says, we're trying to win every game. Christian McCaffrey has not been put on IR. He's not going to play this week, but that doesn't mean he couldn't play in one of the final two games. I like that, that mentality, that mindset is coming out of the head coach for the Panthers. When you look at the Packers though, Jake, I mean, I just love, I think Aaron Rodgers is an outstanding quarterback. I don't know how you feel about him. If His next touchdown pass, he throws which very likely could come on saturday will be his 40th that'll be the third time in his career that he's had 40 passing touchdowns in a season which is just unbelievable do you think he's the mvp and if he's not then who is
2: oh look he's up there i mean look i don't think there's any doubt i think we still got a few more a few more weeks let's let it play out and um but he's gotta be in, 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 such a conversation. Um, Josh Allen is making a, a a crazy push right now, uh, the way he's playing, but, um, you know, hopefully we can derail these MVB MVP plans, uh, for Aaron Rodgers. I know it's something, uh, I heard an interview with him this week and it certainly so- sounds like it's very important to him if he could win another, uh, MVP and, you know, the team probably feels the same way, but, uh, Jordan, he's a special player. There's not many guys that can spin the football the, the way he can. And I go back to the 2007 season. Um, I had Tommy John surgery, and we played up in Green Bay, and Brett was still the quarterback. And uh, Mike McCarthy, the head coach then, I was with him for three years in New Orleans, a dear friend of mine. And I'm um, talking to him before the game and, and watching Favre warm up, and I'm watching Aaron Rodgers throw and I remember just kind of saying, my gosh, this ball jumps out of this kid's hand and he is accurate. And I looked at Mike and I said, Mike, I said, this kid is special with the football. He looked at me with those eyes and he said, he called me JD. He said, JD, he is the real bleeping deal. So right then <laughs> there, you knew that, hey, whatever Brett was going to do, if he retired, they, they might have been OK with it because they knew they had a superstar in waiting. And he certainly has lived up to, uh, to, to all the hype.
1: Were you surprised when the Packers drafted Jordan Love this offseason? Uh, I mean, I kind of feel like that prompted Roger's vigor or upped his vigor towards this season a little bit of a, I got something to prove. Especially when you talk about how the Packers have never drafted a first-round receiver since he's been there. I mean, that's a big story. It just it seemed interesting to kind of reach for the Utah State product. Yeah. Jordan Love.
2: You know, when you lose in a championship game and you're, and you're that close and – you know, the, the the roster's still there. You would like to think that they could have gotten uh, a receiver tight in, another linebacker, another corner, another guard, t- you know, something like that to help solidify that football team. I thought that was a questionable draft pick, and we won't know till years down the line if that was the right pick or not. But, uh, but I know as a player, Jordan, it, you know, if I'm the quarterback at Green Bay and that happens last year, it's very simple. I, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm extremely upset like what are we doing here you know the guy's not gonna beat me out and we're so close let's get a couple of more pieces to help us because this guy's i i plan on him sitting on the bench this year and for many years after that so I thought that was pretty questionable on their part
1: well okay so how do we win right you get stop rogers you got to score more points time I mean we could. it's all the the same formula, Jake, but it is. But you know, the time the... of possession
2: nowadays, there you go. it's different, Jordan. It's different than when we played because with the way the rules are set up uh, for the offense and and things of that nature, it's 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 so much more an advantage to the offenses now, and it's more this quick strike type of offensive uh, type of formula, and it's not necessarily the control the clock and and things like that because these these teams score so fast and so quick nowadays, and. We, we've got to create a turnover or two and maybe get, you know, who knows? Maybe Jeremy Chin uh, can, can get another double touchdown game again. I mean That'd not, be a, we, Another
1: we, double Chin.
2: Yeah, another double Chin. We, we need some turnovers. We need to protect the football and not give them short fields or extra possessions, and we got to score touchdowns. I mean, you know, I love Joey Sly. I love the big uh, python guns he has on him, but I want to see him kicking extra points. I mean, it's very simple.
1: All right, Carolina, we've lost nine games by eight points or less this year, Jake. So it's just crazy to think about how drastically different that record could be with, the like you just said, a few more touchdowns instead of field goals throughout the course of the season. But uh, I'll, be, I'll be watching from uh, the mountains with the fire going. It's just like, it's funny, Jake, with it being a Saturday night game, I'm extra excited. Isn't that weird how just the little – the variable changes and it seems different for some reason, even though it's just the same game. But I'm looking forward to this one.
2: No, I think it really does. And, um, you know, it's a uh, – it, it's so special. I keep on saying it. And, Jordan, you felt it. Even last year probably when you called the game. And and this year I was excited because I had planned on – you know, I, I, we had talked about it in the offseason. I was like, Jordan, I want to do this game. I want to go to Lambeau Field. There's just something about it. Uh, being there and, uh, you know, uh, for players, it, it's you always excited to play. But in story grounds, it, it really and truly just means just a little bit more just because so, all the great players that ever played at that stadium and the history behind that Packer organization. It's a uh, there's something special about it. And to man, if we could go and upset it and get a win uh, on a Saturday yeah. night in Green Bay. I mean, you want to talk about just a,
1: a huge feather in this team's cap. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Jake. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, next week, we're going to record early because Christmas is on our normal Friday. So uh, don't hang up. We got to figure up, Jake, after we get done when we're recording this thing. But I look forward to talking to you next week. Like you said, hopefully the Panthers shock some people, get this win up there at Green Bay. Uh, I know I'll be rooting for them to do it. So have a good weekend, Jake. Take care, man. I will have a good weekend. The last question I have, though, Jordan, is – No, I signed off. I signed off.
2: okay all right no i'm just kidding what do you got the last question i have for you jordan is this and this is the most important thing have you gotten all your christmas gifts yet because i have and
1: that's why i'm asking yeah well i do okay i do probably need to get like something else for my wife i feel like i'm good i'm good now we don't go big like i've got her two things you know i probably should give her one more thing but i need to take my youngest son shopping for my wife Cause I like the kids to get to pick out something. So
2: that,
1: that's what I need. You're good though.
2: Yes, I'm good. You know, so I feel very good about myself. My self-esteem is extremely high right now. I mean, I did early in the the week and I'm like, I'm, I'm fired up.
1: All right, good. Well, that's it. Let's go. You, you already cut in and added one extra little bit, but that's, but that gives me time to thank our sponsor Ortho Carolina. This has been the Jordan and Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care your way. All right, Jake, be good. Have a great day.
0: Jordan and Jake powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina. Your care, your way.